0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash joined by uh, some wonderful people in the studio and George Kilborn. First up, we are welcoming back advisory board member of the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware. Good to see you again, George.
2: It is. Good to see you, Gina.
1: So happy, and you're also so helpful, too. You helped me wheel my chair down the hallway. Um, And then Troy Tillery is also here. He is a kidney transplant donor and ambassador for the National Kidney Foundation, serving Maryland and Delaware. Great to see you, too, Troy.
0: Good to see you as well.
1: And you also ran into our friend Ed Norris in the hallway, and you both are uh, former Baltimore City um, Police Department officers.
0: He was was, uh, one of the best commissioners I had during my tenure.
1: Yeah. And so just you never know who you're going to run into here in the halls of Odyssey, (laughs) Baltimore. Um, And George, you're you have a professional and a personal connection to kidney disease that you're going to explain. And also, Troy, your story of being a transplant donor and ambassador is also, um, you know, a great story. And rather than me just kind of read that story um, to you, um, do you do you want to kind of start, Troy, with um, with your story of how you um, helped out your sister and, and donated a kidney? Because that's that's a very, very personal story, very powerful. And we want to know all about that and how you're both doing now and kind of bring us up to speed on how you came to be in the role that you are today.
0: Yeah, so my sister, she had a rare kidney disease. And unfortunately, it caused her to miss her almost entire senior year in, of high school. Um, so that was our, as a family, first encounter with someone with kidney disease. And uh, over the years, she would go back and get her annual checkups. Um, and we rarely would hear anything, you know, she would say anything to us about how it went. So we, my mom and I both would assume that everything was good. So in 2006, 2006, she said that um, when she came back from her checkup, she had called us and said, hey, I need to talk. Um, I have uh, her kidney function was really low. And that after a bit, she was going to have to go on dialysis and that, you know, she would need a donor. So I said, well, what do I need to do? Um, so went had the test. I was O positive, so universal donor and just went and got all the tests done and was willing to, you know, once it came back that I was a match, I said, let's go. So after that, um, I had spoke with someone. At the time, I was a detective with Baltimore City Police, and another officer had donated a kidney previously, and she had told me that there was organ donor leave that the Baltimore City offered. So I looked into that, and in fact, we did have um, organ donor leave. So I would have did it. Gave my sister kidney with without it, but that definitely um, helped the situation that they gave me six weeks paid leave. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um,
1: and you never thought you would need that, you know, but it's, not, and yeah, like you I say, mean, you, you would have I ju- wasn't
0: even aware of it, but, yeah. you know, that's something that I push, especially to, you know, city employees to say, hey, if you're really thinking about it, and the leave is something that gives you some, you know, reservation that, the city will look out for you
1: yeah that's really cool and you're definitely you know we were an essential employee and taking that time away but that's so cool that you're able to help your sister so at that time how old was she when you donated a kidney Let's to her
0: see, 16 she was 36
1: wow yeah and and how about
0: like 30 35
1: fast forward to today um how are you guys both doing
0: we're both doing good um she her kidney still, you know, function at a high rate, um, living a normal lifestyle, no complications or anything, um, really didn't. You have to be more mindful of, you know, the things you put in your body, but nothing drastic to the point of, you know, life changing right. on either of our parts. I mean, for me, I can't um, indulge in a high protein diet um, when I'm in pain. I have to do Tylenol. I can't do the Advil and the leaves.
1: Right, um, right. The uh, the NSAIDs, if you will. Right. Yeah, yeah. and
0: um, I have a rare side effect, which when I looked into it, it's it's very rare. But when I sneeze now, oh my goodness, I I have to brace myself when I sneeze. So it's funny when my sister and I are together, and she sees that I'm about to sneeze, she'll you know she'll look at me and she's like, I'm sorry, and I'm Aww. like, Look, I, if this is all I have to go through, you know. Then that's then that, that I I would do it ten times over.
1: Yeah, that's something that that you can definitely handle. And I, the story I love to um, your sister Erica, she described your kidney as a designer, top of the line kidney that would be around for a long time, like the brand Gucci.
0: Yeah. So the the surgeon, when yeah, he, um, when he came out, he said that that was the biggest, healthiest kidney that he had removed.
1: Oh, it's incredible.
0: And uh, so he was told my sister, he said, "You'll you'll be in good shape for a long time." Wow. So, that was the so that's what she calls it. She calls it her Gucci Kidney.
1: And and that's kind of inspired your team Gucci with your family. Tell us a little bit about that. That's a very catchy yeah, so name. The,
0: um, the five year anniversary of the transplant, um, June eighteenth was the, the um the date of the transplant. But the five year anniversary, um, my sister said she wanted to do the kidney walk. So we formed a team and, you know, of course it was gonna be team Gucci Kidney, had some T shirts made up and you know, invited our friends to join the team. And at that time it was at the um, the zoo, the Maryland zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a really good turnout. And um, that was in, it used to be in May around May when the walk used to be. And um, after that, it was just, you know, a thing, an annual thing that our family does. Um, and my wife, goodness gracious. um, She is a doer. Um, she's our team captain. Um, she, you, we, we joke and say that you would think you th- would think that I gave her the kidney. Her passion for <laughs> cool. um, the team. Um, she does ninety five percent of the legwork when it comes to anything that we have. Um, we used to have. Um, we started doing fundraisers to raise additional funds in addition to the donations that we get for the. Um, for the walk. And uh Jimmy Seafood, they graciously hosted our events. Um they allowed us to have the room. They gave us twenty percent of the sales. Um and at, at no cost to us. That's incredible. Uh, and uh she would wife would solicit donations and um from various companies and uh we have you know, the Ravens would donate football and some players cleats and things yeah. like that but it it, it it was a bit much for her you know we're, we're you know we have two kids two two sons at the time they were younger so it was a lot on her so she was like let's give this a break um but the walk that's never a break you know for us we'll yeah. continue to do that and uh every so often like with the first walk everybody would you know, that would come, they would see, they forgot to order a T-shirt and they would see the T-shirt. So over the years, we've had different design of T-shirts and um, that definitely helps in our fundraising efforts. Uh, so this year, um, we went to this event, um, Beats and Bingos. Um, this gentleman, uh, DJ b Easy, he hosts at his facility and it's a spin on bingo, um, opposed to numbers being called and numbers on a a card it's musical artist name and he'll play the song and oh, i that's, love that that's where you find the box you oh know? that's cool um and we do four rounds um different genres of music but it's a it's a it's a party are it's, you gonna it, do that again this year as well? well this will be our first year oh no, your first year okay a, that's the yes. one that's coming
1: up october 5th, october 5th. at 7 p.m in woodlawn yes, right yes. that's so cool and that's Team Gucci. Beats and Bingo, so that's one of your many fundraisers. And just to toot your horn there, I mean, you guys have raised so much money since 2007. Team Gucci has raised more than thirty thousand dollars, right? Well, actually, or is that that number up there probably more than that?
0: Yeah, so last year at last year's walk, um, our team was honored with the first Legacy Award, Um, and at that point, we were over the forty thousand mark. So, it's incredible. I got to change that number. Hold on, forty k. There we go. So oh my gosh, Troy, that's between, incredible. With that number that we were at, the numbers raised last year and um, this year, I'm almost positive we'll be over $50,000. Oh,
1: oh, easily. Mark. And not not to mention, also in 2013, you and your wife also donated your car to the National Kitty yeah, Foundation. I
0: mean, it, dealers were, were, you know, um, giving too much money on trade ins. And you, so why not donate it to the foundation and, you know, have someone fix it up? In, have some transportation for, yeah. you know, someone that needed it. Right. For people who are experiencing, you know, kidney disease and might need to, you
1: know, travel for dialysis or, or doctor's appointments or, or whatever. Um, so definitely you guys, your whole family is active. You can see that. Um, but maybe now would be a good time, Troy, and also um, also for George to pop in as well, who George Kilburn's here as well, advisory board member from the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland Delaware, um, to talk a little bit about chronic kidney disease, which we refer to as CKD with the easy uh, acronym about how many people are impacted by
2: CKD. So right now, one in three adults in the U S is impacted by kidney disease. Um, the, the, the frustrating part truthfully, Gina is the fact that 90% of those folks don't know they have it, you know, and, and so they'd only become aware when they end up in the emergency room and needing emergency dialysis. So folks have really got to be on the lookout um uh, for the for the signs and symptoms of of CKD, uh, the old saying of, um, uh, you know an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, it, it, it's so very true. Um, so if you're feeling um, if well, first of all, if you have a uh, diabetes and or hypertension or a family history of those conditions, you're at greater risk. And I got to say, I think everybody in this room and everybody listening probably knows someone that's hypertensive or has diabetes mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. Right. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, but but also if you're feeling lethargic, just lacking energy, no matter how much you sleep, if if you're you can't concentrate, if you're if you're not hungry, I mean these are all the signs and symptoms of something going on. Um, so I urge anyone with diabetes or hypertension to to see your doctor regularly, go see a nephrologist or a kidney specialist if need be. Um, Get lab work done. Follow your labs. Um, serum creatinine is a very simple blood test that can be done. It looks Creatinine is, a, is a, a waste product that your kidneys should excrete. But if you have an abundance of creatinine in your blood, that's a sign that your kidneys aren't doing what they need to do. Um, uh, urine uh, protein. If there's protein in your urine, um, you should retain protein for the most part. But if it's showing up in your urine, that's another sign. So these are simple, simple, inexpensive tests to have done just to see how your kidneys are functioning.
1: And if I recall, was it your father that um, had kidney disease that you have a personal connection to? I do.
2: Great memory. Um, So my father was a childhood diabetic, type one, insulin dependent. um, And although he took very good care of his kidneys and and very good care of his health, diabetes progresses. Um, He was diagnosed at eight years old um, when he was in his late 50s. Um, His kidneys failed. So He was on peritoneal dialysis. Um unfortunately when he passed away, not only had he lost his kidneys, he had lost both of his legs and part of his vision. Um so uh and, and died five months before the first of his grandchildren were born. Oh my goodness. He now has twelve. Twelve that have never seen their their grandfather.
1: Wow. So you're very
2: passionate about this. So, uh, yeah, right. Um and so I follow my kidney function and, and I would beg everyone listening and everyone here to to just follow your kidney function, make sure that that you're proactive, that you're really taking care of yourself. Um, so that you don't end up like like Troy's sister needing a kidney transplant down the road or, you know, there's a dialysis unit right in this building yeah, right is. at, at yeah. the other end. Right. Twenty five percent of the Medicare budget goes to kidney disease. Wow. I didn't know that staggering statistic. Twenty five percent. One percent of the entire federal U.S. budget Goes to kidney disease. Oh my goodness! It is that expensive and costly to the system. So please, please, please take care of your kidneys.
1: Yes, and uh, tell us, uh, George, how many people are currently impacted by CKD, the, kidney disease?
2: Yep, uh, thirty-seven million Americans uh, right now. It's the tenth leading cause of death nationwide, um, and like I said, one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease.
1: And we've talked about those, um, you know, major risk factors and mm-hmm. things. Um, is there anyone else that would be likely to be impacted, or do you think we covered that? You know,
2: I unfortunately um, kidney disease disproportionately impacts minorities, um, uh, and this is a very diverse community that we live in. Um, uh, it, it impacts um, Asians, Latinos, and and Blacks more so than it does Caucasians. That's just a fact of the matter. So those populations in particular, please take care of your kidneys and please uh, be proactive and and, and follow your. Uh, your lab working and, and see your doctor regularly.
1: And what are some of the things that the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware is doing to make sure they reach those um, often
2: underserved communities? Right. So so we have kind of a, th- a three-pronged approach. We're trying to um, get the public to act. Um, really take it upon yourself to, to, to take care of your own self, take care of your community. Um, we're increasing education, um, trying to educate the public uh, and educate these constituencies that are out there um, we're going to the Be More Healthy Expo. We're going to community centers. We're going to churches. Any kind of health fair we can be involved with to increase awareness uh, of kidney disease. Um, and we're also doing things legislative. or legislatively, excuse me, we're involved with our politicians, uh, both at the state and the federal level, to um, help uh, pass legislation that is that is beneficial for. Um, Transplant recipients and donors like Troy and getting the, the, the leave that they might need, the donors might need, um, getting drugs covered for lifetime. I mean, these drugs are not inexpensive, and we're trying to get Medicare and Medicaid and these other insurers to um, cover transplant um, recipient therapies, but also the therapies that the donors might need for their lives. So we have a three-pronged approach um, to help kidney patients. You're doing a lot. That's great. Um, and how are people
1: with uh, CKD managing their chronic illness? It's obviously – um, so there's a lot of things that they need to do. So what are some things that that people are doing, particularly in Maryland?
2: Right. So, uh, again, see your doctor um, regularly. Keep all of your appointments. Take all of your medications that, you, that you're being prescribed. Um, we, we are doing as much outreach as we possibly can. We're engaged with the corporate um, uh, community to do. Um, um, Awareness things at, at their health fairs, and, and when, when open enrollment season opens for, for, for benefits, uh, we're involved with that kind of stuff. So, uh, we're doing all we can to educate the public to increase awareness um, and also get um, action.
1: Yeah. And you know, it would be a good time to, to mention your website because I know you guys have a wealth of
2: information there. We do. KidneyMD.org um, has everything you might need, uh, links to the Kidney Walk. Uh, links to our kidney cars program. Troy mentioned that that they donated their cars. Um, that's another great way to to help the National Kidney Foundation. and not just cars, we'll take boats, We'll take ATVs, farm equipment, jet skis. Uh, just about anything motorized, uh, we will take and and auction off, and that definitely helps us out. But also, if you just want to make a donation to the NKF, there's a button right on our website, kidneyMD.org, to make a straight donation.
1: Any time of year, right? Absolutely. And we'd like to bring Troy uh, Tillery back in the conversation as well, kidney transplant donor and ambassador. Um, and tell us a little bit, Troy, about, you know, your thoughts on watching your sister struggle with a devastating disease and sort of how that led you to wanting to become a living donor for your sister.
0: So my sister and I, she's three years older than me, um, but that's that was my best, first best friend, my lifelong best friend. So um, seeing her, uh, it was awkward, you know. I, 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 like I said, she was in her senior year, so seventeen. I was fourteen. So just to see her not have go to school, her body was swelling up. Um, And I mean, we would try to make light of it like I could press on her and it would be like indentation in her, you know, but just my mother having to prepare separate dishes for her um, with low salt. And um, she would oftentimes switch a piece of fried chicken with no salt with my regular (laughs) chicken. So um, I understood what she was going through after tasting um, food with no salt in it it was it was that's a transition it's a transition yeah it is so how do you you know how
1: important is it for people that are considering being a living um, kidney donor that might be listening to the show or, or know someone who's going through something similar that you and your sister went so through there,
0: there's a um, I mean it's share your spare you know that's that's kind of uh, a hashtag you know it we have two, you don't need both. Um, so why not share your spare? Um, just recently, um, my barber who was, uh, I actually coached him in little league baseball. Um, one of us say him and his wife, um, breed, they just celebrated their 12th anniversary wedding anniversary and his gift to her, she was on dialysis. Um, he donated a kidney, um, and it started a chain. So he wasn't a direct match of her. And that's something important to people to know, that you don't have to be a direct match Okay, I didn't know. That. with your donor. Um, there's a lot of people that are willing to donate but aren't matches. So once they find somebody willing to donate, one person can set off a chain. What was the biggest chain was like? I think it was 60 people or something like that. Yeah, wow. One, one random person who didn't have anything to do with – any of the families that were involved decided to donate a kidney and it kicked off a chain, a national chain. It wasn't just something local that this person is waiting and that person's waiting. And now this George donates and he was a match for that person who in turn. So just consider it, you know? Um, So Derek, he, he donated to his, his, his wife, um, donated on behalf of his wife, which enabled her to get um, the kitty that she she needed. Um, So that, for me, is a big thing of doing the walk and always posting our picture and story just to bring awareness to it um, and just to see that someone that you know um, firsthand and that they see that we live, you know, we're still out partying, having a good time, that it doesn't affect you. So why not? Why not consider it?
1: And what was that, that great expression you had about um, don't uh, spare, what was it?
0: Uh, share your spare. Share your spare.
1: There share it is. I saw George jotting that down too as well. Um, George, is there, um, I know when we want to get to the kidney walk for sure and how people mm-hmm. can participate in that, we're, we're um, kind of blowing through the time here real quick because we could talk about this all day. But um, one thing I did want uh, to make sure that people reiterate the, the support and the programs that locally you offer with the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware Um If we haven't stated that already or, um, you know, I know that's a really important part of the proceeds of the kidney walk and kind of the things that you
2: offer people locally. The vast majority of the money that we raise, whether it's the kidney walk or the kidney cars or any other events, uh, stays local. Uh, We are so blessed to have two world class medical academic medical institutions right here. Uh, So many communities do not have this. Right. Uh, We've got Hopkins on the east side. We've got University of Maryland on the west side, in addition to great community hospitals. And we are funding research. The funds that we raise go to support research being done at those uh, institutions so that people like Troy's sister, uh, maybe we can find a cure for her rare condition or maybe we can find cures for other kidney diseases. Uh, we are providing funds for patients who are uh, below the poverty line to help them with emergency assistance, so they can pay their BGE bill, or they can they can get groceries, or or pay for their medicines, or or even um, Uber or taxi service to and from dialysis. So we're doing a lot to to help the patients, kind of those that are in need, you know, immediately but also funding medical research that will benefit us you know, 5 years, 10 years, 50 years down the road.
1: That's incredible. And um, you both, I know, are very passionate about the Kidney Walk. So let us you've got a huge event coming up. Tell us all about when is it, how can we get involved, how can we get signed up? Because we really want – this is a huge fundraiser. It's a very important event for both of you. And really anyone that's listening can participate very easily. So tell us all about that. It's coming up soon in September, yeah, right?
0: September the 10th yep. um, at UMBC. Um, We've been back at UMBC. This will be our second year back at UMBC. Um, We were there previously, but during COVID, the walks were virtual. So we would go to Lake Montebello and do our walk. But uh, it's a great time. I mean, uh, vendors are there. um, Have a nice warm up before we walk. And it's just a nice time, you know, to fellowship with your friends and other teams that um, are, are bringing awareness to kidney disease.
1: Like Team Gucci, right? Like Team
0: Gucci. We're going to support for sure.
1: And so this is your second year back in person after um, a, the brief hiatus of uh, of COVID-19, which, um you know, you, you got through that. I mean, that really changed the way you did things. But no doubt. I know that word pivot we use a lot, but, you know, accolades to both of you for persevering during all of that because it was not an easy time, especially those that are suffering with, with chronic uh, um kidney disease i mean you can only imagine so tell us a little bit more about how people can register like um some information about you know some of the activities for the whole family and uh, how some of those proceeds from the kidney walk are going to help support patients and why it's so important for people to get involved with uh with the kidney walk this year which again is september 10th which is a sunday um registration not too super early 9 a.m walk starts at 10 right but umbc And all of this information can be found um, on your website as well as KidneyWalk.org?
2: Yes, KidneyWalk.org slash Maryland uh, is the direct website uh, to register for the Kidney Walk. Um, you can also go to KidneyMD.org and, and follow the links from there. Um, but it is on uh, Sunday, September 10th. The registration's at 9. The walk begins at 10. Like Troy said, we'll have a little warm-up uh, beforehand. Uh, we'll have uh, food trucks there. We'll have kids' activities. We've got uh, a 17-year-old from Frederick who is a transplant recipient. DJ Young Fresh Prince will be uh, uh, mixing some tunes up. That's awesome. It's a, yeah, it's a really, really funny, uh, not funny, fun event. Uh, for the community. And UMBC, it's it's right there off of 95, huge campus. It's easy to get to. Um, Lots of parking. Tons of parking. It's not a hilly course, so so folks that are in wheelchairs or need strollers won't struggle. We do have a shorter course for those folks, a two-mile course for everybody else. I and mean, it, it, It's going to be a, a great event.
1: That's very inclusive, and people can register in advance and help raise funds like you do, uh, Troy, with Team Gucci um, pretty much all year long. It seems like, like you're always working on on that you're right
0: we are we are um and then when like i said when the registration we have our team page up so if anyone feels invited to uh visit team gucci and make a donation to our team we're, we're very competitive um we i don't think we've in the let's see now ninth year maybe yeah we've defend from fam, family and friends team we've never placed below third that's incredible. Um, we've been first a couple of times second. Um, wow. so, That's our our passion, you know.
1: And that gives you the passion and the drive to fundraise and walk every year. Every year. Every year. That's that's incredible. And um, other ways to support um, the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware, George, as well. We mentioned uh, kidney cars or just someone who's hearing this that may be out of town during the kidney walk but still wants to make a donation to help. How can
2: they do all that? Yep. KidneyMD.org has a button to make a straight donation. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, so everything's tax deductible uh and we do have the kidney cars program um that's uh, again we'll take not just cars motorcycles um uh, m- uh, motocross bikes Jet skis, farm equipment, like pretty much anything that has a serial number and a, and a motor we'll take yeah. uh, and, and we'll auction it off. And, and those proceeds, again, will benefit patients right here in the greater Baltimore area suffering from kidney disease. it will go to fund research into these conditions so that hopefully one day we don't have to deal with them in the first place. So I encourage your generosity and, and really thank everyone for their support. And, and yeah. many thanks to, to Troy's team for all their support.
1: Yeah, Troy, that's incredible. And we have our final minute. If you guys want to use that minute anyway, if there's something I haven't asked you or, you know, a final push for why it's important to support the Kidney Walk or or other events that are coming up throughout the year to help support the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware.
0: Um, Like George said, with 90% of the people having kidney disease and not knowing, um, awareness is very, very key. So the walk um, is important just to bring people together, you know, everybody's on social media, so it becomes, you know, it just spreads out spreads out. Uh, you post something, and all your followers see it, just to bring awareness to it.
1: That really helps. It, it does. does. Mm-hmm. And this interview will be online for anybody who's catching it, you know, in part. And uh, the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland, Delaware, also on social media. George, what platforms are you on? Oh, uh, Can you oh just gosh. go to
2: your website, and then it'll link you there? Uh, we're, we're on Facebook. Uh, I know we're on Instagram, though I'm not real big on that. Uh, <laughs> I would imagine that that we're uh, on on Twitter, or X as it's now called. And, yeah. and with for all the cool kids, uh, TikTok, I'm sure we have a yeah. channel there, too. Yeah threads and all that, y- man. Y- right.
1: It, there's, oh, wait. Just now, while we were talking, a new social media platform has been uh, born as well. <laughs> just <laughs> kidding. But it is a lot to keep track of. So really, again, your website is a big uh, resource, kidneymd.org. You got it. Check that out. Awesome. You guys, thank you so much. George Kilborn. you've been listening to, advisory board member for the National Kidney Foundation of Maryland and Delaware, and Troy t- Tillery, kidney transplant donor t- for your sister. And I'm so glad that you're both doing so well. Um, Erica is your sister, and you're also... A very important ambassador for the National Kidney Foundation serving in Maryland, Delaware. So on behalf of everyone here at Odyssey Baltimore, thank you both for your contribution to uh, helping with kidney health and helping everyone in our community here that's impacted by it. Thanks for the support. Yeah, you guys are awesome. This has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.